Can you stop the Omicron Masters? You've been marooned on Bounty Island, home of the most sinister corporation on Earth, Omicron. The Omicron Masters have discovered the secrets of mind control and genetic mutation, and they're about to take over the world. It's up to you to stop them, but how will you do it? If you decide to search the Omicron vaults for secret data, turn to page 98. If you decide to hunt down the Omicron leaders, instead turn to page 103. Beware, the Omicron masters are fiends. If they catch you, you could be devoured by mutant rats or frozen in a vat of liquid helium. Or you might find a way to destroy Omicron and save the world. What happens next in the story? It all depends on the choices you make. How does the story end? Only you can find out. And the best part is that you can keep reading and rereading until you've had not one but many incredibly daring experiences. You're the star of the story. Choose from 18 possible endings. Choose your own adventure, book 59, Terror Island. Written by Tony Colts and illustrated by Ron Wing. Welcome to Incredibly Daring, a podcast where we read vintage Choose Your Own Adventure books to each other and make generally poor decisions. I'm Jason. I'm Connie. I'm Jeremy. Fun fact, Mm -hmm. Tony Colts wrote uh, Vampire Express. That and this book are the only two Choose Your Own Adventure books that he wrote. Huh. That tiger's wearing a football helmet. An organ football helmet. Go Go Ducks. Tigers? Go Ducks. It is an Oregon Ducks football helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. This book sounds wild. <laughs> I'm excited about this one. Warning. Do not read this book straight through from beginning to end. These pages contain many different adventures you may have as you discover the secrets of Terror Island. From time to time, as you read along, you will be asked to make decisions and choices. Your choices may lead to success or disaster. The adventures you have will be the result of your choices. After you make a choice, follow the instructions to see what happens to you next. Think carefully before you make a move. The dangers on Terror Island threaten the entire planet. And it may be up to you to save us from world destruction. Good luck. This really, I want want this to be a pirate book. Because we're going to Bounty Island. I mean, this... This all has the feeling of piracy on the high seas. It's corporate pirates. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Right. I still have no idea what sort of profession you're supposed to have in this book. Like, were you a tourist that just wound up on Terror Island? Mm. Child spy. Child spy yeah. again. Child yep. spy. Child spy. Or are you... Child spy. Yeah. It really looks just like a kid. Yeah. You are sailing through the Bly Islands on the 40-foot catch Starbuck with Bill Sutherland, your father's close friend. And no other adults. (laughs) You call him Uncle Bill. The Blys are a chain of islands that sprawl across the corner of the Pacific, just north of New Guinea, and just south of the equator. Few people live on them, and those that do keep to themselves. In fact, Bill has warned you that the natives can be downright unfriendly. 
He claims that some of the islanders have been known to roast visitors for dinner. You don't quite believe him, though. So far, it's been a long, easy cruise with plenty of time to swim, scuba dive, fish, and explore the lush exotic islands. The Starbuck carries an unusual load of electronic gear. Bill has explained that it is needed for safety. Again, you don't really believe him. Both your father and Bill work for a government agency that they refuse to name. Wait, is Bill a spy who's taking a kid as part of his cover? Probably. So far. You suspect that they work for an organization like the CIA, and that the electronic equipment Starbuck carries is used to find out what other people want to keep secret. Uh, you're along for the ride. You need to find out what these primitive tribes are keeping secret from the U.S. government. <laughs> for the last two days, the Starbuck has been sailing off the coast of Bounty, the largest of the Blies. And it hasn't been much fun. Bill has spent all his time with his equipment. Safety? And he has ordered you to stay on the boat. Wait, what? Boring. This is typed like Donald Trump tweets. That's, <laughs> that's what's going on here. What, what? Bill has spent all his time with his equipment. Safety? Question mark. And has ordered you to stay on the boat. It is like Donald Trump's tweet. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> All right. Hashtag conspiracy. Maybe this is why Tony Colts only wrote two movies. <laughs> yeah, right. mm -hmm. You've spent your time basking on the deck and reading. From time to time, you stare at the dark plume of smoke rising above the volcano that towers thousands of feet above the island. You don't know much about volcanoes. But you're sure that this one is dangerous. On the second night you're anchored off Bounty, a storm rises. You've ridden out other storms on this trip, but none of them has been as fierce as this one. Though you want to help him, Bill orders you to stay below and catch some sleep. Okay. But the screaming winds and the crashing waves toss and shake the little boat, making sleep impossible. You put your clothes on and climb up onto deck. Yeah, and a life vest, maybe? Mm -hmm. Bill looks worried. The storm is worsening. Mm. Streaks of lightning spotlight the island's barrier reef. It's close. Much too close. This is a rough one, Bill shouts above the noise of the wind and the waves. But Starbucks, a sturdy old tub, will do just fine. That's when the explosion hits. <laughs> A mine! Bill screams. Oh, all right. oh, no. We must have struck an Omicron mine. The what now? Oh, what? An Omicron mine. No, we know, but. No. Bill's told the us. The kid's no. reaction. Yes. He's told us nothing. <laughs> yeah. You don't have a chance to ask what Omicron is because at that moment the boat lurches and staggers and crashes into the reef. Does the boat stagger? It just did. You are flung out above the coral. You're too drunk, boat. Go home. <laughs> <laughs> then you plunge deep into the surging water of the lagoon. Wait, we're in a lagoon now? Well, I guess the reef is probably around the lagoon. So wait, did it we go you over past the, the coral? <laughs> I think I think lagoon. it flung us into the lagoon over. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just thank God. Sure. Yeah. Like Coral's a nasty. like a catapult. Yeah. Yeah. You struggle fighting your way toward what you hope is the surface. Finally, your hand feels air. Your face breaks above the water, and you can breathe. 
The waves lash your eyes and cheeks, but now you know you have a chance. If only you can find something to hold on to. Something that will support you. Some sort of emotional support. You swivel your head around. The boat is about 30 feet away, pinned between two coral crags. And several hundred yards in the other direction, the volcano looms ominously. Then you come upon what you are searching for. A large piece of wood. Probably a spar from the boat. A door. There's a lady named Rose on it. There's not enough room. Sorry. You freeze to death. The end. You cling to it, grateful to be floating. Only a few fade away and arm waves, but very weakly. It's Bill. Bye, Bill. Yeah, there's Bye. no room on this. Bye, you wave back. No room on this stick for you, Bill. You kick yourself and the spar over to him, and he grabs at it. You kick yourself? Yeah. All right, I guess I see what he's saying, but still. He's been hurt and obviously needs help, so you reach over and clutch his shirt. He's losing consciousness, you can tell. But he still can manage a few chilling words. Stop, Omicron, he whispers. They want to take over, to take over everything. Remember... Stop the Omicron Masters. Then he's unconscious. You look around again. You can probably make it to the boat with Bill. You tell yourself. But what if the storm breaks up the Starbuck? Maybe you and Bill should try to make it to shore. Mm -hmm. Then again, the shore is a long way off and Bill isn't going to be doing much swimming. If you try to reach shore, turn to page 30. If you try to swim to the boat, turn to page 18. If you leave Bill behind, I don't want to fuck with the boat. Uh, yeah, the boat breaking apart puts us right back in the situation that we're in right now. Yeah. So Off to the shore. And the whole point of this book is to get to the island anyway. I yeah. Mean, as far as you know. What mm. about all our sweet electronic equipment? I mean, that was Bill's electronic That was Bill's, and we don't know what any of it does. That's true. Somehow or other, you reach the shore. Yay, no landmines. More. More because the waves carry you and Bill there than through your own efforts. There's no beach here, only a high black wall of cliffs. But fortunately, the surf drags you into a cave hollowed out by the sea. There's a ledge a couple of feet above the water. You lift first Bill, then yourself onto it. Ow. You're you're Tom Cruise level. Next, you collapse into sleep. I'm asleep. <laughs> I, you with, drown in the high tide. <laughs> you pass out from exhaustion. It's not really sleep. When you wake, it is morning. Lifting your head, you can see blue sky and calm seas outside the cave mouth. Behind you in the dark at the back of the cave, stones rattle. The clatter grows louder. Is it Bill, you wonder? You glance over to where you left him. No, he's still sleeping. Something shuffles toward you along the cave floor. Wild animals? That would be all you need. But it's a man who emerges from the shadows. Bill, you whisper urgently. Wake up! Bill stirs a little. Bill, please! Somebody's coming! At that, he opens his eyes and looks alert. But when he tries to sit up, he winces. Nuts! Assuming he's referring to his actual nuts. Sure. Yeah, that's what happened. He racked his balls so hard yeah. in, the, yeah. in the crash that he passed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, 
Stop the evil corporation. My balls hurt so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nazi butters. Omicron is onto us already. <clears throat> you turn to face the stranger, who is only a few feet away now. He is an immense-bellied, flabby-faced man in an old, rumpled gray suit. Oh. A wide-brimmed hat of more or less the same color, a white shirt stained with grease, and an unknotted tie. So, Marlon Brando mm-hmm. from Island of Dr. Moreau. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. He wipes at his sweaty face with a handkerchief mm-hmm. that's almost as big as a bath towel. Bill groans as he recognizes the man. Oh, no. <laughs> Viktorov. Oh, no. At last I have you, Bond. <laughs> Bill Bond. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, this is I, Viktorov, says the man with a wide smile. Arkady Semyonovich Viktorov, full KGB colonel. Greetings, comrade Bill Sutherland, and welcome. How did you get here, Bill asks, and how did you find us? I have electronics that hear your electronics, da? And then I see your little boat strike Omicron mine in the storm. And in the morning, I climb down chimney and mountain like Father Christmas to this cave. (laughs) This guy is way cooler than we are. Yeah, can we stay with him? (laughs) Very hard climb, maybe 500 meters. But I want to see you. We have worked together many times before. It would be good to work with you again. Viktorov. Somebody has a crush. (laughs) Sweaty, sweaty man crush. Viktorov, Bill says, you know that's not true. We've worked against each other many times before. Is true, Viktorov says sadly, with a little flutter of his hands. But still, we must work together. Comrade Bill, for the sake of both our peoples, okay? Keep talking. Okay, but first please introduce your companion. Bill tells him who you are. This is you. No, this is my friend's child. <laughs> this is my coworker's kid. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's with me. Have you ever seen Indiana Jones? This is my short round. Yeah. Bill tells him who you are. Ah, good, Viktorov says warmly. <laughs> I am honored. Some random kid. <laughs> I know well your father. Oh. We have worked together often. Bill gives him a cold like Worked look. together like a euphemism for him. He thinks they're friends. <laughs> he thinks they're BFFs. All right. Bill gives him a cold look. So, you are here on island for looking at Omicron, yet? And so maybe you hope to do something about Omicron? Maybe put stop to them? I wish this too. What is Omicron, you ask? Capitalist Corporation, Viktorov says. Filthy evil like all capitalist corporations. <laughs> but worse, much, much worse. That's partly true, Bill adds, interrupting, and again winces from pain. Omicron's a big company that's into computers, space exploration, electronics, all very high tech, but it's not like the big corporations we know. Omicron the is benevolent more- corporations <laughs> yes, we know. Great you corporations. Know, the ones that are also people. Yeah. Omicron is more like the Nazis and Hitler. Oh, all right. Oh, okay. They want to take over the world, and this island is the base they want to start from. That sounds scary, you say. (laughs) I, Viktorov, KGB colonel, am scared too, Viktorov says. This guy's not Russian. What? 
Russians aren't scared of anything. Oh, all right. A big Russian bear. I am liar. I'm from Brooklyn. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and they will tell you more. Omicron now does mind control. You understand? <laughs> they put helmets on people. Helmets receive electronic signals. Signals tell people with helmets what to do. People become slaves. You glance at Bill, who nods grimly. So we were circling this island for weeks, and you told me none of this. Thanks, Bill. Should we know any of this? (laughs) Omicron also does genetic engineering, Viktorov continues. They change genes and DNA, make new creatures. Some of them are monsters. Omicron puts helmets on some of these. They make slave armies of animals and monsters. He's terrible, da? You help me, Comrade Bill. We stop them together. I have way to attack Marcus, leader of Omicron Masters, where he is weak. Come with me, Comrade Bill. Afraid I can't, he says. You can see he is in great pain. I wrecked my balls real hard. (laughs) Something is very wrong with my hip, he continues. And some other things are out of whack, too, (laughs) a.k.a. my nuts. I'll live, but I'm not much use. I understand, Viktorov says sadly. Looks like I'll just run off with your friend's kid. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Tell me about this man, Marcus, Bill says. We know nothing at all about him. Just to be clear, the evil overlord of this corporation is Marcus. 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 We know no more. Very mysterious guy is this one. Very suspicious. It is so very unhappy thing that you are wounded, he says to Bill. You are one of the best. But then but then he brightens at you. Comrade! Jesus. Me, you say? Da, will you come with me? You look at Bill, but he does not look back. His pain seems to be all he is aware of. Maybe you should go with Viktorov. I just had a big, long conversation with this guy. Now I'm not paying any attention when he's trying to snatch you away. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it might make more sense to stay and take care of Bill, then find out what his plans are. If you decide to work with Viktorov, turn to page 14. If you decide to stay with Bill, turn to page 24. Uh, fuck Bill? Mm-hmm. I see the logic in your argument. <laughs> I, mean, I like the Russian dude. The Russian dude is way cooler. I don't and, know how uh, we're going to help Bill out any. Ice well, his nuts. I was going to say, it has something to do with touching his nuts, and I ain't with that. Taking a little massage. Just just cup it, just a little. <laughs> Some peanut butter could be involved. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Okay, Mr. Viktorov, you say. I'll help you, but I'm worried about Bill. He looks hurt bad, Viktorov says. But it is best for him. I think it's <laughs> best for him that we leave him for dead. Yeah, I put a bullet in his head. But it is best for him, I think, for us to try to do something about the Omnicron menace. Or else we'll all be in worse soup than him. Yet? I suppose so, you say. That's the shittiest logic. <laughs> so what can we do? Try to make comfortable your friend, Viktorov says. Then we climb back up chimney. At nightfall we meet Carlos... This man is an Omnicron master who has become my agent. He works for me against the other masters. Maybe. So the masters are Carlos and Marcus. Marcus. Yep. So far. You, right. you don't trust him? 
Mm, I trust nobody. But I can use this one. He is director of security for Omicron. Sort of like chief of their FBI. You nod, filing away this information. Easily turned, though. Spymaster Carlos. (laughs) Worst FBI agent ever. You nod, filing away this information, and with Viktorov's help, you ease Bill into a fairly comfortable position. (laughs) Adjust his nutsack. (laughs) No. (laughs) Then you and the Russian climb up the chimney into the mountains. By late that night, you're in a large formal garden that surrounds the mansion where the Omicron masters live. Viktorov bends over, searching for something behind a marble bench. Ah, good, he whispers. It is here. He proudly displays an empty can of ginger ale. (laughs) This is sign Carlos leave for me if everything is okay. 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 crumples up the can and returns it to its place beneath the bench. This is called tradecraft, he says. Spies leave messages this way for other spies. Now we hide and wait. Seems like you would leave something less noisy than a can that you have to crumple in order to show that the message was accepted, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Viktorov shuffles behind a group of bushes and sits down heavily on the ground. You follow him. Before long, you hear a rustle in the garden, not far from where you and Viktorov are hiding. Viktorov raises a hand in warning. Keep very still, he murmurs. Then another man's voice calls. Red October! (laughs) Ah, good, Viktorov whispers. That is cold word. Now I answer. (laughs) That is very normal thing to hear in wilderness. (laughs) He calls out, Finland Station! And then he lurches to his feet and proceeds towards Carlos. Carlos turns out to be a wiry, sharp-featured little man with hair slicked back over his head and a pencil-thin mustache. Of course he does. Wish I had a pencil-thin mustache. Hello, Arcady, my friend, he says in a high-pitched voice. Hello, Arcady. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And who is this you've brought with you? This is my enemy's best friend's son. This is my new colleague, Viktorov says. Very smart and reliable person. (laughs) Never gets less ridiculous. (laughs) Delighted to have you aboard, Carlos says. Of course you are. Now we do business, Viktorov says. You claim you'll know this man Marcus's weakness. I want to know that. It's simple. Marcus is not easy to approach. He is exceedingly suspicious and his defenses are superb. Few even know where in the mansion he keeps his apartments. But he does have a weakness, Carlos continues. Marcus has a mother who is old and infirm. Most of the time she spends in bed. Marcus is amazingly attached to the old lady, so if somebody (laughs) could his mother (laughs) So if somebody could take her hostage, Marcus would do that person's bidding like a well trained spaniel. And you want me us To kidnap her? Viktorov sounds cautious. Why, yes, that's more or less what I have in mind. Actually, your friend need not go with you. It is risky, after all. Good. Then Carlos addresses you. Please, if you'd like, stay with me. I imagine you're very hungry. (laughs) Viktorov turns to you. 
He's up to you, he says. I'm just going to pass you from spy to spy. I was thinking we should just be ditching people one after the other. Yeah, maybe that's what we do this go around. If you decide to take Marcus's mother hostage, turn to page 31. If you would rather play it safe and stay with Carlos, turn to page 82. Yeah, well, let's just go with Carlos. Yeah, I think we're going to ditch. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> is getting so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I am hungry, you tell Carlos. This is my handler's enemy's best friend's <laughs> child. <laughs> I am hungry, you tell Carlos. I'd like to stay with you. You're also not too enthusiastic about undertaking Viktorov's mission. The three of you enter the mansion, and Carlos explains to Viktorov how to reach Marcus's mother. Man, this is a, not a well-guarded place. Mm -mm. Then he leads you into one of the kitchens and points out a refrigerator. Rustle yourself up something to eat, he says, while I go help Viktorov take care of Marcus. You find some roast beef and potato salad. You are just about finished when the door busts open and helmeted Omicron guards rush in with weapons leveled. Soon, Carlos follows. A huge smile covers his face. Viktorov, with his hands bound behind his back, brings up the rear. Comrade Viktorov was mistaken about me, Carlos announces. I will always remain loyal to Omicron. As for the two of you, well, I have the perfect solution. We have built an athletic stadium for the enjoyment of our co-workers. You both will be, as it were... A circus act. Tomorrow you will be given a chance to fight for your lives. If you win, you will be granted your freedom. Though, of course, your memories of Bounty Island will have to be erased. <laughs> well, at least I have potato salad in me, so I'm good. The next morning you find yourselves confined in the cellar beneath the Omicron Stadium. Above you, you can hear the crowd noises. The stadium is filling up. A little later, a young guard enters and hands each of you a long sword. He also gives you short, leather-belted tunics to wear. Okay. Let's choose to go with this guard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I doubt that the swords will do any good, the guard says sympathetically. <laughs> but there's still a little hope for you. The creature is vulnerable in only one place. Go for its throat. You may be able to choke it. Thanks, exposition guard. Then the guard leads you out into the stadium. The grandstands are filled with Omicron masters and Omicron slaves. The crowd roars as you and Viktorov step into the center of the arena. You think the cheers are for you. Because <laughs> you're stupid? Yeah. Because you're full of yourself? Yeah. But then you look across the arena and see, incredibly, a dinosaur. A Tyrannosaurus Rex. The monster roars and lunges toward you, its great tooth-filled head swaying from side to side. You grip the handle of your sword. Did he say that we might be able to choke it? He did yep. say that. <laughs> that that that's the thing he said. I'm Don't I'm assuming blood, maybe? I'm assuming by maybe lodging ourselves in its throat. Yeah. Take Viktorov, he's bigger. Yeah. Let's spread out, you tell Viktorov. The monster lumbers forward. At least it is not agile. The Neither cheers. Is off, though. 
The cheers grow even louder, and the great beast, seeming to sense the cheers are for it, <clears throat> gives a blood-curdling roar in response. Okay. I will distract it, Viktorov says. You try to use your sword as javelin into the throat. Suddenly, the Tyrannosaur makes a dash at you, but you manage to leap to the side, and the animal blunders by. Then its beady red eyes catch sight of Viktorov. A bit smoking pot? What the fuck? <laughs> a larger, tastier, slower morsel than you are. Mm -hmm. The Tyrannosaur heads for Viktorov while you wait off to one side. It lowers its head to make the strike, but Viktorov, surprisingly nimble, swerves aside just in front of you. When the Tyrannosaur makes its own slower turn, you're there with your sword. You hurl it into the monster's red maw. It's in and deep. Right in the maw, huh? The monster screams in pain, then stumbles and collapses into the sand of the arena with blood gurgling out of its throat. There's a sudden silence in the stadium. Then the cheers resume, and this time they're for you and Viktorov. You look up at the spectators, and they are all on their feet. Their hands, with thumbs up, are raised high above their heads. Are you not entertained? <laughs> A week after that, you're safely back home. For some strange reason, you sometimes dream at night about fighting dinosaurs. But when anybody asks about a man called Bill Sutherland, you can remember nothing. The end. How many times do people ask about Bill Sutherland? I mean, I guess your parents would probably be like, What happened to Bill? Yeah. Remember good old Uncle Touchy? <laughs> you were on his boat for who knows why? Ah, uh, we can go kidnap the old lady. That might be fun. Let's lady. go kidnap the old lady. Yeah. All right. I think I'd rather go with Mr. Viktorov, you say. We'll try to kidnap Marcus's mother. Yes, Viktorov agrees. I think maybe good idea. So let's go. What do we do, Carlos? Yeah, no plan. Let's go. <laughs> I will show you to the rooms where Marcus's mother lives. You will take her, and I will give Marcus an ultimatum he cannot refuse. Okay, Viktorov says. Carlos leads you through the mansion's darkened halls to the upstairs. Go into that room, Carlos says, pointing. You open the door. It is nearly dark inside. In the dim light, you can make out that you are in some kind of an office. Come in, a deep voice says. You notice a tall man standing off to the side of a bay window. He stands very erect, wearing a... <laughs> wearing a military uniform and a holster for a pistol. You want to come with me, kid? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pistol at this moment is pointing at you and Viktorov. Ah, Viktorov, he says. I thought you would take the bait. And you've brought a friend, lovely. As you may have guessed, I am Marcus. Viktorov tries to speak, but Marcus silences him with a wave of the pistol. I'm not interested in what you have to say, or in you, except to see you removed. Then a wolfish grin spreads across his face. I have a very special way to do that. Good night, my friends. Now we're going to die without potato salad, and that makes me sad. <laughs> Suddenly, the floor opens up, and you are hurtled downward. Yes, sir. 
You crash into a floodlit pool teeming with yellow and black banded snakes. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't like it. You feel your gut tighten as you recognize the vertical paddle tails the snakes are using for swimming. Oh, sea snakes. They are sea snakes. Closely related to cobras. You look up. Marcus and Carlos stare down at you with frigid smiles on their faces. We had a perfectly good gun, but this... (laughs) The end. We built this pit in this floor. We might as well use it occasionally. Uh, That book did not go how I imagined it was going to go. No, No? it was the chick on the front. I wanted to meet her. Oh, yeah. Uh, Or Tiger Helmet. That was our love interest. We found the dinosaur. Didn't realize that this was Marcus here on the cover. (laughs) He looks like a vampire. Yeah, he does. Apparently some sort of an eruption, a volcanic eruption that can happen somewhere in the book. I don't know. I thought I was stupid face on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> There's the whole freaking suction cup thing on the back of the book. I was yeah. expecting more of that. I was yeah. expecting sort of super spy trying to find your way in and all sorts of. Apparently we, we just made the wrong choices. Yeah, I still, I kind of liked it though. I like the spy ones. Because they're ridiculous. It threw me off the minute it introduced Bill. Uh-huh. Like, I didn't even realize that we had, like, I thought we were some sort of, like, espionage nope. agent. No, no. Mean, we were just some kid. random kid he dragged along on a super secret mission. Yep. A friend of his co-worker, or a son of, son of his co-worker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a little bit ridiculous there. But I, I still thought it was a fun read, though. Yeah, I like those ones. I thought it was a fun read. I, I did like Viktorov. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a pretty interesting mm. character, friendly KGB. Yeah. You know. Doesn't understand the difference between enemy and friend. Yeah. I, I liked him. I think I would lightly recommend this book. I think there's probably a much better story in there that we, than oh, we yeah. found. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's an awful lot of like really stretching your uh, suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. in order to like accept what is going on in that book. Yeah, it was, it was a little silly. My problem with this book is a problem that I've had with a lot of the books lately where it, we just don't seem to have any motivation to be where we're at. Yeah, why are we, why are we we're even there? We're just along. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't even like, we're going to meet up with your dad yeah. at some point. Like, that would at least make a little bit more sense. Sure. But yeah. why are we on a fucking boat with well, Bill? Actually, it probably people. it really wouldn't have made any more sense than this because if they're going on a super secret spy mission, we shouldn't be there at all. Right. True, true. Yeah. But it would have provided some sort of motivation, even if it didn't make a whole lot of sense. Right. And that's what this is lacking. Come with me. I will groom you to be a KGB agent. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'll turn you too, kid. So if you want to check out more Choose Your Adventure stuff, go to CYOD. Go to CYOA.com. I still can't talk. If you want to check out more Incredibly Daring, go to IncrediblyDaring.com. Check us out on social media. It's good for you. I'm Jason. I'm Connie. I'm Jeremy. Bill isn't your actual uncle. This is a thing that we... You, we, we've decided yeah, he's, he's, your uncle. he's your dad's he's friend. He's your dad's Cause, friend. Cause and, and they're co-workers of some sort for some secret government right. agency. In, in Vampire Express, you had your uncle Andrew that you ran around with. Mm. So for a second, I was thinking that this was a 
Tony Colt's thing yeah. for a weird uncle fetish. Right? I mean, he basically is an uncle at this point. So. Mm-hmm. We have decided that yes. Tony Colt's did not. Mm, I think he did in his head. <laughs> then why not just make him an uncle? Yeah. Because he wants to. Because he's trying to hide his uncle fetish? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Because he'd figure that if he did it in two books, somebody would be clued in. He probably did initially write it as an uncle, and then somebody was like, dude, 